0: From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Today is Friday, May 7th. Preparing for a Taste of the 17-Year Cicada Emergence by Adriana Navarro. A note before we start, for those with an aversion to insects or entomophobia, note that this article focuses on the consumption of bugs across cultures. While the debate over whether pineapple is an acceptable pizza topping continues, entomophagists are adding a different ingredient into the mix— Bugs have long been on the menu across the world, and with the emergence of trillions of brood 10 cicadas beginning in some places and on the horizon in the coming days for others, there are even a few recipes and cookbooks floating around that feature these critters. From Maryland cicadas, southern cicada tartlets, to banana cicada bread, or simply roll them in seasoned flour and saute them until golden brown— there's something for almost anyone looking to try them. Yes, including as pizza toppings. When soil temperatures reach roughly 64 degrees Fahrenheit at a depth of about 12 to 18 inches, cicadas across the eastern U.S. will emerge from the ground for the first time since 2004. After spending 17 years underground, this serves as the time for them to begin laying eggs. While the newly emerged cicadas are edible before their shells harden and have been deemed safe to consume, experts have warned against eating the bugs that surface and feed in fertilized areas or areas that have been sprayed with pesticides. They've also recommended that people with shellfish allergies first consult a doctor if cicadas are on the menu. People allergic to crustaceans may also be allergic to edible insects, according to the Australian Society of Clinical Immunology and Allergy. On more than one occasion, cicadas have been referred to as shrimp of the dirt. And when salted and boiled, Bon Appetit found they have the taste and texture of soft-shelled crab, but with overtones of boiled peanuts. After finding a safe location to harvest cicadas, The cookbook Cicadalicious recommends catching newly hatched cicadas during the early hours of the morning, right after they emerge, but before they have time to climb up trees and out of reach. A paper bag will be sufficient to catch the critters. After bringing them into the kitchen, they should be boiled for four to five minutes, a process called blanching, which will make their insides solidify and get rid of any soil bacteria, according to the cookbook. Afterwards, you're set to cook them for a recipe, or freeze them to prepare later. One thing to note is that cicadas are not considered kosher or halal, though certain types of locusts are considered kosher in the Torah. Locusts are also regarded as halal, as they were eaten during the time of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. Since they don't feed on wheat, cicadas would also be considered gluten-free, Gene Kritsky, a biologist and cicada expert at the College of Mount St. Joseph in Cincinnati, Ohio, told National Geographic. They are also high in protein and low in fat and carbohydrates. Cicadas account for 10% of the insects eaten around the world, so turning these bugs into a snack or even incorporating them into a meal is not too far-fetched an idea. The consumption of bugs or entomophagy is not a new or even archaic practice, but something that has persisted throughout human evolution, Dr. Julie Lesnick, an associate professor at Wayne State University in Detroit, Michigan, told AccuWeather in an interview. A biological anthropologist with a background in paleoanthropology, Lesnick has studied human evolution and wrote her dissertation around reconstructing the diet of people from two million years ago. In studying the past and delving into the details of which insects our ancestors ate, Lesnick began to recognize a modern bias against insects as food and how that impacted future thinking around a more sustainable food source for a growing global population. Lesnick has dubbed her sub-discipline of the human past, present, and future of bug-based cuisine as entomophagy anthropology, and has written a book on it, titled Edible insects and human evolution. Insects play a role in the diets of more than two billion people, according to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations. With more than nineteen hundred insect species reportedly used as food, for parts of the U.S., Europe, and Canada, however, eating insects isn't too widespread, and there are a few reasons as to why. According to Lesnik, disgust is a learned emotion, and one that is consistently associated with entomophagy in regions like Europe and parts of North America. One way to address it? Acknowledge your own negative perceptions of bugs and teach future generations that insects aren't gross, but just tiny animals. Glesnick traced the learned disgust of insects from certain current food cultures down to a few factors, the first of which focused on availability by region. Insects are largely a tropical resource, Lesnick said, adding that due to the diversity of insect species in the tropics, insects would be one of the more reliable food sources. You can build a food culture around them when they're available all year round. Insects are consumed more in the tropics in comparison to temperate areas of the world, according to the FOA. This is in part due to insects in the tropics being larger, congregating in significant numbers, and a large variety of edible insect species being available year-round. With that said, a handful of regions in northern latitudes have a notable history of entomophagy. Eating insects in China dates back more than 3,000 years, with over 178 insect species commonly eaten. Entomophagy can also be found in the history of Japan, Mexico, and indigenous groups across North America. A key difference lies in the fact that insect species are less diverse and colder winters would have prevented people from using insects as a reliable food source. The FAO notes that the domestication of a wide variety of plants and animals in the Fertile Crescent, or the boomerang-shaped region spanning from the western fringe of modern-day Iran to Egypt to the southeastern region of Turkey and later Europe, led to a boom in agricultural productivity and efficiency. It's possible that farming became a more reliable food source than looking to the area's unreliable seasonality of insects. While eating bugs wasn't unheard of in Europe specifically, and even Aristotle was documented to have enjoyed cicadas, and Pliny the Elder was known to have preferred beetle larvae, availability was limited. Europe is home to a mere 2% of the world's edible insects, which hardly grow as large as their tropical counterparts, making them less ideal for gathering. However, availability isn't Lesnick's only theory as to why people from places like Europe, the U.S., and Canada are hesitant to bite into some bugs. Pouring over reports, letters, and journals from the time of Columbus's voyage, Lesnick found mentions of Europeans encountering indigenous people who ate insects. Columbus and others would then go on to use these narratives to attempt to justify his dehumanizing treatment of the indigenous people. While these events are a part of history, Lesnick added that negative sentiments around eating bugs, at least in the U.S., persist today. Because we are this colonial settlement, our culture is based on this idea of civilization, and so insects as food is very much this narrative of only uncivilized people would eat them, Lesnick said. You see it in media, and you don't realize where it came from until you really take the time to research it. Over the past few years, insects have been slowly reintroduced back into diets across cultures that have previously opposed seeing bugs as a food source. In the U.S., crickets that have stolen the spotlight with mealworms following as a second common food source. Since these two insects are also commonly farmed for pet food, we have the infrastructural knowledge that we can make the adjustments needed to meet human food regulations, Lesnick said. One of the great things about insects as food— is that they are an animal-based food, just like our traditionally raised livestock, Lesnick explained. And if you look at what goes into farming animals, everything scales down by size. The least efficient meat source, Lesnick said, is beef, followed by pork and then chicken. And while these meats might be the first stop for protein, insects can easily be incorporated into someone's diet as a protein source. For those looking to ease their way into a diet that incorporates insects, there are companies that create products such as cricket pasta and cricket flour. The latter has been described to have an almost nutty taste, and there are a few recipes available for making muffins, pastries, and other meals with the flour. That's it for today. For your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. 18 plus.